Welcome to the Small Lore Podcast. My name is Trevor Reddick, and as always, I'm joined by a man who is a fake fan of Big Brother, oh Brandon God. Siegel. I'm not. Please put this on record, everyone. I want everyone to understand. I'm not a fake fan. Okay, my roommate Ben and Trevor, two of my best friends, they are. They're a little more obsessed than I am, but that doesn't mean I'm a fake fan. Yeah, you're okay. not nearly as dedicated as we are. Uh, you it's know okay. what? As it gets in, I'm going to get just as dedicated. Okay. Uh, it starts this Tuesday, Big Brother, where all three of us, my roommate, Trevor, and I, we're all big uh, Big Brother fans, so we're very excited about that. We just did our draft for Big we, Brother. We did, yeah. Um, I know I have the winner on my team. I'm almost positive. Uh, you can keep thinking that. <laughs> uh, I think we can agree that Ben's team is the worst, right? Possibly. I don't know. I'll have to look over it <laughs> Is again. it one of the bottom two out of the three of us? Is it one of the bottom two? Well, yeah, because mine's the best. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, but we got a good episode planned today. Uh, Trevor, why don't you give us the rundown? Yeah, definitely. We're going to talk about uh, OJ Simpson, who just recently got a Twitter account. Uh, the U.S. Women's National Team is into the knockout round. UConn potentially could be back to the Big East in basketball. Um, LaMelo Ball has signed with... Uh, I don't, this pronunciation might be kind of messed up, the Illawarra Hawks in Australia. Uh, Dame and Marvin Bagley, they're going back and forth um, with some diss tracks. And we got Small Talk Trivia, Randomly Ranked. And we're going to talk about a lot of different stuff that happened in uh, the NBA, the draft, uh, free agency, some of these trades. Um, yeah, so it's going to be a great episode um, that we have planned. The, uh, the main topic is another potpourri of NBA stuff, because there's a lot that happened this week in the NBA. A lot that happened, but let's start it right off. Uh, O.J. Simpson, uh, a little before our lifetime, he got in some trouble. Um, the white Bronco, infamous white Bronco Chase, um, he uh, was acquitted of the murders, although I think he did it, of uh, his ex-wife, uh, Nicole Brown. And uh, it's a, it was an overall very interesting case that happened. Now, what is interesting about O.J., he recently got released, I think, a year or two ago uh, from prison. I could be wrong on that. Um, but he joined Twitter uh, his at is the real OJ thirty two. He posted a video saying that, um, and uh, I think what you we you, we got to talk about today whether he should be on Twitter and when does we decide we're going to talk about that? Uh, we found an article. Something very interesting happened. He actually threatened a parody account, saying he was going to cut the person who runs the account. So should OJ be on Twitter? Uh, probably not, especially if he's threatening someone. I think his account should probably be suspended. I mean, knowing what he already did, I mean, I. Everyone probably agrees that he probably did it. You know, he's guilty. So um, if he's threatening someone now on Twitter, I think his account should be suspended. Yeah, I don't have OJ uh, high on my uh, list of people in the world. Uh, so I don't think he should be on Twitter at all. No. I don't think he should be allowed to have a Twitter. Um, but I guess, you know, there is some free speech involved with that. Uh, but especially after saying uh, he's going to cut this parody account. I'm not saying the parody account's right in any way. Or should be, you know, doing what they're doing. But you probably shouldn't be threatening people to cut them, uh, right? After your history, especially. After, I mean, after your history of killing someone. Yeah, yeah, anyway. No matter what, you shouldn't be threatening people to kill yeah. them or cut them. Um, like, if I threatened to cut you, what would you do? Um, I don't know. I'd probably laugh because it's you, <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a very, uh, very hardcore threat. Um, but moving on uh, with OJ, the U.S. Women's National Team, they advanced <clears throat> to the next round. Um, they didn't even allow a goal. I think it was the one game was thirteen nothing, which we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, and they finished off their three games. They finished off with three zero over Chile in front of forty six thousand fans. Uh, the U.S. Women's National Team is rolling, uh, which is great. 
Um, so what do you think about the U.S. women's national team uh, advancing to the next round? Yeah, I mean, they haven't gave up a goal yet. They beat Chile 3 to nothing, and then they just beat Sweden a couple of days ago 2 to nothing. Mm-hmm. So now they're on to the knockout round. They're going to play Spain, which I don't think they should have any trouble with. But then that could set up a match with France in the final eight, which could give them their first true competitor in right. this uh, Women's World Cup. Right. It's going to be interesting. I, I, I would love that. I'm hoping I'll be able to catch that game. All these games are always when I'm working. So, yeah. Um, which is, this is kind of the fact that it's, I think it's six-hour difference right. um, between us and France. Uh, mm-hmm. So France does have the home field advantage. So we'll see. We'll see. But I think it'll be an overall great series or a great game. Um, and I think the U.S. will come out on top, which we predicted uh, early on. Um, but France is the next, you know, they're kind of the co-favorites, but we'll, we'll see. Moving forward, UConn um, is expected to join the Big East. Um, now, this is interesting, I think, for two reasons. Number one, they're rejoining, going back. And UConn's a big school, but they haven't been great at sports in a while, really. You know, frankly, since Kemba was there, really. Right. Um, so that's interesting. The other interesting thing is that um, they're in the AAC, the American Athletic Conference, um, but the AAC does not want them to be an only football school, so I don't know what they're going to do for football. Um, that's something that's very, very interesting to me. So what are your thoughts on this, Trevor? Um, so I'm not sure if this is going to end up happening or not. I do hope it does happen because I think UConn, um, as storied of a program as they are, I want them to be in the Big East. I wish the Big East never would have broke up like it did in the first place. It was right. unfortunate because they were an amazing conference to watch in basketball every year. So I would definitely like to see them go back. Obviously, they haven't been great as of recently, but they do still have Dan Hurley as a coach who I believe will get it together and they will start getting better classes and they will eventually become good again. Yeah, I, I, I think it's, the announcement is expected to happen um, and I think it will happen from what I've read. Um, but we'll see. I'm very interested to see what happens with them in football. I think they're just going to yeah. end up going independent because um, it's, it's not easy to get into a football conference and the yeah. Big East doesn't really have a football conference exactly. So I'm interested to see what they do. Um, they're not going to be able to stay in the AAC. I think they'll go independent. That's, that's what I think. Um, but all in all, good move for them. Uh, we'll see uh, what happens. Uh, it says here that they're changing presidents too, um, but the approval is still expected to go through. So uh, overall, kind of an interesting st- story. In my opinion, kind of random. It yeah. kind of came out of nowhere. I didn't, you know, no one really saw this coming. At least maybe UConn fans maybe saw something like this happening, but I, I mean, I for sure didn't. Um, but moving forward... Uh, with an interesting topic here, Lamelo Ball um, is set to join, and again, I'm going to butcher this name, the Il- Illawarra Hawks, which is in the uh, National Basketball League um, in Australia. He's actually the second prospect, big-time prospect to do that. We had RJ Hampton joining um, the New Zealand Breakers, um, both of them forgoing their college eligibility, which Lamelo's was already kind of in question. Um, but as of right now, um, hopefully these two prospects will you know duke it out in a couple games um, but before we talk, before we talk about Lamelo Ball and his draft stock, what, what do you think of this move for Lamelo? Um, well, obviously he couldn't go and play college basketball, so he was going to have to go overseas. Um, this is also the NBL, a league that RJ Hampton's in, so it, it does have some competition. I don't know how great it, you know, it might not be as great as the Euro League, but it's still not a bad league. I think definitely better level competition than he played in Lithuania. So it'll be interesting to see. I would definitely like to see him play more. Um, obviously, we got to see him a few months ago yeah, we when did. he played at Spire, Spire, which was definitely a fun game to watch. Yeah, we, we had a good time at that game. and that, that, that game featured a lot of big prospects who yeah. I think will do big things. Um, but for Lamel, I think this is a good move for him. I like this move. I think the Australian League has been known to be pretty good. There's been a lot of good players that have kind of come through it. Uh, Andrew Bogut, for example, yes. um, who was Bogut was a number one pick, right? 
Am I, mean, I crazy to think that? I think he was. He was yeah. definitely one of the top. Right. He was the top five pick. Um, sure and he was just in the Australian League this year and then, you know, went back to the Warriors um, to try to help them win the championship, which didn't happen, as we know. Uh, I think this is a good move for him. Uh, the team, I think, will gain a lot of recognition. It'll help them out, too. I think it's a good overall fit. Um, right now, he's projected at a late-round pick, according to Draft Express, which is a very reliable uh, draft website, draft mm-hmm. uh, mock yeah. draft website. Do you think that's true? Do you think he's a first-round pick at this point in time? Um, I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll see more uh, throughout this season. But I think that Lamella Ball, frankly, is overrated by most people. I think the general fan uh, really thinks he's this amazing player because he makes all these different highlight plays when really not factoring in the fact that he doesn't play great defense. Um, he likes to showboat. You know, watching that game, from that one game in particular, it was one game, but some of my takeaways when we watched that game was that he was very, like, he's kind of full of himself. He likes to showboat. He's erratic. He's all out for, like, these highlight plays. He's always looking for alley-oops, looking for long threes, and I just am not sure if I, if I think there might be some character issues. He's obviously very talented, but... Again, he doesn't have the best defense, so I definitely wouldn't take him in the lottery. Uh, first round, maybe. I would say probably second round, it would be more likely for me. I think probably second round. Yeah, I could see the potential of him being as high as where he is, but I think he needs to prove a lot of things. He doesn't play team basketball, Yeah, which I think is no, a big issue, especially in the NBA. Uh, I mean, you're checking up shots, and that's great, and the Warriors have done great with just checking up shots and being a little lazy. But for every other NBA team, that hasn't worked as well. Right. Um. So I'm interested to see if he can develop some sort of defensive game because, truthfully, we haven't seen him play defense. We've right, seen him no. be chucking up 50 shots in a game, which is fine if you're playing at Spire Academy against, uh, who do we see him against, Garfield? Brush. Brush, Brush against Brush mm-hmm. High School. Uh, but, you know, for me, I want to see him develop a nice defensive game. We've seen his offensive talents on Showcase. You know, I have friends who think he's going to be like a top 10 pick, and I'm like, how do you say that when we've yeah. seen so little of him? All we've seen him in is, is in high school. Uh, Keno Hill is putting up 90 points, which is great and all, but I, I don't know if that's an NBA game. You're not playing little kids uh, like you are at Keno Hills. Uh, so and even so, when he was in Lithuania uh, this past, the past year, a uh, year and a half ago, whatever it was, he didn't even play in the main league. He played in like essentially like a junior varsity league. You know, he, he occasionally played on the varsity team, and he did terrible when he played up with his brother. Uh, both of them, truthfully, did horrible. And, I mean, we, we both know that his brother is probably never going to make a team. I'm not really. No. I'm not really, you know, we, we, no one thinks that. But I truly do not believe LaMelo will make, uh, will make you know, the, I don't think he's going to flourish there. But I think if he does, he has the potential to become the first-round pick. Yeah, I agree with everything you're saying. I think it's just he's one of these players that has gotten a ton of hype because of these highlight plays. Obviously, right. the platform they've gotten, his brothers in the NBA, LeVar, a huge spectacle. The platform they've gotten, having their brand. So there's so much hype around him, which lends people to think he's really good, when really he's not quite as good as everyone right. says. Right. My concern is, I mean, his mechanics aren't great, uh, and he's sloppy. So those are two big things on offense that need to be fixed. However, I think they can be fixed. So we'll see. Maybe we're proven wrong. Yeah. You know, Maybe he you know, starts averaging 15, 18 points. A game, a good amount of assists, some steals. You know, we don't know. We're going to have to wait and see. Um, but moving forward to our NBA dra- or NBA player beefs. Uh, I don't even know what—it doesn't even make sense how this happened. I think universally, Damian Lillard is regarded as the best rapper in the NBA. And when we say this, I don't say this lightly because I actually think he's not bad like at all. And I think you like him, right? Uh, yeah, I listen to him a lot. So Marvin Bagley decided to go on first take, okay? And 
I like First Take, but First Take's kind of going down in my list of shows. They really had nothing to talk about. So they asked him, who does mm-hmm. he think, who does Marvin Bagley think is the best rapper in the NBA? And he said himself, which is kind of wild. Um, but so then we had a couple diss tracks that go about. So uh, I don't know the exact order. I'm, I might be getting these so clearly wrong. Um, but first Bagley decided to uh, release, it was called No Debate. Um, and he also released, what was the other one called? Uh, Checkmate. Checkmate. No debate and checkmate, which kind of rhymes, so that's kind of cool. Uh, he released both of those on Damian Lillard. So Damian Lillard responds with his diss track called Marvin, mm-hmm. spelled very long. Uh, Marvin with, let's see what we got here, like five N's or six N's with three exclamation points and three question marks. And then he also decided to release uh, Behind the Duppy Freestyle, Drake's Freestyle, on his uh, diss track on Pusha T. He released, um, it was called, what was it called? Bye Bye. Bye Bye, thank you. Bye Bye was the uh, other one. Um, So very interesting, and you've listened to all of them. I haven't listened to all of them, but I have listened to some. I definitely, I told you earlier that all the diss tracks really ever, I don't think any of them are truly terrible. I think all of them are fine, but some are definitely better than others. Damien Lillard, I think, is clearly the better rapper, but who won the diss tracks, in your opinion? Um, so I was actually surprised by how good Marvin Bagley was. Um, obviously, I'm a big fan of Damien Lillard, the basketball player, and the rapper. So overall, I thought that Damien Lillard probably still won, but I thought it was actually really close, and Marvin Bagley mm-hmm. did impress me, um, and I think he's a really good rapper. Overall, uh, just one quick statement on this. Damien Lillard's the better basketball player. Some of my eyes, he's the better rapper. <laughs> uh, I think he is no matter what, but... Uh, you can't be shouting out. You just got done with your first year in the league. You got to get a couple more years under your belt before you uh, shout out to Damian Lillard. But moving on to small talk trivia. Uh, we have a good one today. Um, so I, I think I'll start first for small talk trivia. Uh, right now the score is 5-4. to four. I'm winning, which makes sense, frankly. Um, but So here's my question. Um, as of the current contracts in the NBA, how many players, I'm going to give you multiple choice for this, how many players at some point in their current contract are going to make over $40 million a year? So I'm, it's multiple choice, okay? The options are five. Five players currently will at a point in time make $40 million in their contracts. Not necessarily this coming year, but at a point in time. Okay. Five, six, or seven. Which one? So yeah, I'll kind of read I'm going to just say the question again to see if you fully understand. Right. How many players in the NBA currently on their, their current contracts are going to make over $40 million at a point in time? Okay, so it could be like maybe say they start with like 37, then they get like 39, then like 41 in their third year or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so just one year in their career. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I know John Wall does. I know Chris Paul does. Uh, so that's two right off the bat. You said the options were what, five, six, and seven? Yep. Um, and did this, just to give you another little clue, both of those are correct. Both of those players will be, yeah. which you know. It's going to be hard to think of all of them. Um, LeBron. Uh, yeah, LeBron. Um, LeBron. I'm trying to think of other ones. Kevin Durant, probably. So that'd be four. Uh, so if there's, yeah, so John Wall, Chris Paul, LeBron, Kevin Durant. And then I would say, uh, who else? I don't think I can think of the other names because I, I don't think I don't know if Steph makes that much yet. I'm not sure unless he just got a new deal. But I think I'm just gonna have to take a guess uh, just because of time's sake. I'm gonna go six. All right, six. The final answer. Yes. Six is correct. Now oh. saying that you messed up. Kevin Durant will at his current contract does not think about it. Kevin Durant's contract's up. He doesn't have a new contract, and he wasn't making $40 million this year. Oh, you're saying, oh. At any point in time. Oh, he wasn't making $40 million this year? No, he was making $30 million, and his oh. player option was 31 and a half. Now I'm going to list off the players. Okay. Steph Curry uh, signed his extension last he year. He just did. Okay. Um, 
through twenty. Not this coming. So this coming year is the first year he's making forty million plus for the next three years. Uh, Chris Paul is one of them. He's making forty million starting in twenty twenty one, which is kind of the big right. debacle with his contract because yeah. he has the huge contract for four or three more years. Yes. Russell Westbrook is making forty million over his last three years, including a player option. Shouldn't do that. Uh, LeBron was correct. Uh, that is four. Number five is James Harden. Okay. That who is sense. making $40 million starting, not this year, but next year. And then the last one was John Wall. Uh, wow. John Wall, who is, this year was the last year where he was making a not a stupid amount. Next year, he's starting at 37-8. So, uh, you did get it right. I'm impressed with you getting it right. but Yeah, it's better to be lucky than good, I guess. <laughs> I guess you're right. All right, go ahead with your question. All right, so... Uh, with Duke, their freshmen, Zion Williamson, R.J. Barrett, and Cam Reddish just being drafted, all three of them are drafted in the top 10. They are the second trio from one college to all be selected in the top 10. Mm-hmm. Can you name the other Kentucky. school? No. It's not Kentucky! <laughs> it's not Kentucky. I thought it was the John Wall year. No. Oh, no. Okay, okay. No. I'm going to get it wrong, but let me guess again. <laughs> that's, that's a wrong answer, but let me guess again. It okay. wasn't Kentucky? It was not Kentucky. Oh, no. I thought I had that. I think they only had two that year. You're talking about probably John Wall and Cousins. There. I thought it was it w- probably them, too. Oh. I thought I had that one in the bag because I saw a thing the other day where I thought it was Kentucky. All right, so I'm going to guess just – and again, guys, this doesn't count as my answer. I already got it wrong. I really thought – you see how confident I was yeah, there, too? Very I was so confident. I'm going to guess uh, – is it a blue blood? Uh, I don't – no, I don't think they're a blue blood, no. Oh. They're not a blue blood. Interesting. Um, I'm going to put the, the next one at maybe yeah, – I would have guessed a blue blood – uh, I guess we're going to have to go back. Is this a long time ago? It's in the, like, the 2000s. Oh, it is in the so 2000s? Like, yeah. Um, maybe maybe Syracuse, I'm guessing? No. I don't know. Who is it? So it's Florida. So oh! Florida. Yes, with Joakim Noah. I, you know what's crazy? I said this the other day. It's Joakim. I know who that is. Joakim Noah, Al Horford, and Corey Brewer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. That's what I saw. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, they said it, I don't know if it was East Pan or what, but yeah, Al Horford's three, Corey Brewer was drafted number seven, uh-huh, and then, Noah was number nine. Uh, this was in 2007. Yeah, I'm pretty upset about that, because I knew that. It's funny, because I literally saw that, and I can't believe, okay, let's it's just pretend, good. everyone pretend you didn't we're hear tied. that. Now we're tied. Now we're tied. That's crazy. This episode, I was so confident about my answer, and I made a big deal about <laughs> earlier about how I was winning. Oh, God. All right, that was depressing. Uh, but moving forward to Randomly Ranked, uh, we're going to go through this a little bit quickly today, um, but we're going to do our top five favorite apps. Um, so my question went first, so you're up first, Trevor. All right, so I had a, I had a tough time between, like, my five and six, but with five, I'm going Instagram. Okay. Um, I don't, like, post a ton, but I'm on it relatively often, so mm-hmm. five is Instagram. Plug yourself. What's your Instagram? Plug yourself. Uh, mine's... Do you not even know it? I think it's I think it's like my first name last name twelve. I th- okay. Or maybe no. I think I switched it to the TJR five fifteen nine eight. Okay. Okay. I think. All right. All right. But yeah. Continue. Uh, number four, I'm going with Spotify. It's the best music app out there. <laughs> Outside no of Apple question. Music. No, it's better than Apple Music. <laughs> Honestly, it is better than Apple Music. Um, number three, YouTube. I think everyone loves YouTube. YouTube's yep. great. Uh, number two, I'm going with Apple Podcasts. And again, my rankings are kind of basic. Honestly. Wait, but why Apple, Apple Podcasts? Podcasts? Because I is there like to, a podcast we should listen to? I list, well, this one. <laughs> this one. Uh, at Small Baller Pod on Twitter. Uh, look up on Apple Podcasts, Small Baller Podcast. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's the best podcasting app you can possibly have. Um, and I listen to a lot of podcasts. You do. Um, but most importantly, the, the Small Baller Podcast. Yes, I agree. So that's my number two. And number one is Twitter. 
Twi- I'm on Twitter all day. If you follow <laughs> we me, just looked you up. Know. You gotta. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put you on blast here. <laughs> we just looked up. We went on the little like uh, uh time Scre- screen, screen time. Yeah, screen time. Trevor had what was it? Eleven and a half hours over the past seven days on Twitter. That's dirty. And yeah. I said my number, thinking my number was a lot, which I'll, I'll say in a second. I had uh, I think it was close to six hours over seven days. You had right. almost twelve hours. Yeah. That's crazy, but uh, news app. moving forward, my top five apps. Number five is the Nike app, obviously. Nike's amazing. Number four is the Apple Podcast app. So go look up Small Baller Podcast on the Apple Podcast app if you haven't yet. Um, but pretty much all podcast apps, like for example, uh, I don't know, these are just coming to my head, uh, the Google Play app, TuneIn, and Spotify. For whatever reason, they have you know good stuff like the Small Baller yeah. Podcast. So you know, go, go give us a look on those apps. Number three is Goat, which is a shoe buying app. I love Goat. Use it a lot. Shout out to my friends Harlan, Chad, and Aaron. No specific reason, but I'm just shouting them out. Uh, number two, we have YouTube. I'm on YouTube a stupid amount. Uh, and number one is obviously Twitter. Twitter, I, I'm on a, a lot, just all the time. I'm constantly checking Twitter. Not you, as much as you. But you don't tweet that much. I don't tweet that much, um, but I do love Twitter. I use it a lot. I okay. retweet and favorite stuff a lot, but I don't personally like tweeting a lot. Um, but that's going to be it for Randomly Ranked today. Uh, if you have any ideas, please tweet at us at SmallBallerPod on Twitter. We like to hear your ideas. We like to hear from you guys, so please give us a tweet. Uh, but moving on to our main topic, uh, and this is kind of just an NBA, just a ton of stuff from the NBA. Um, but we're going to kind of go over the NBA draft. A lot happened in the NBA draft. The first pick was surprising, wasn't it? Yeah, it was very surprising. It's very surprising. <laughs> uh, obviously, we are joking. Uh, Zion Williamson went number one overall. It was not surprising at all. I think we could have guessed that three months ago. Um, but what, so what, who do you think really won the draft? Well, the Pelicans would be the obvious answer. I the, so I don't yeah. want to, I want to try to pick one that's kind of outside the box. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I don't know. Do you think the Hawks are outside the box? Cause I think, I they think the Hawks are, too. I think People the Hawks are kind of, I would say the, okay, I, I was going to go with the Pelicans and it's not because they got Zion. They got so much for Anthony yes. Davis. Like, I think Anthony Davis was horrible to give up, but they ended up getting like, Dan, David Griffin is such a good general manager. It's insane. So I'm. I'm happy with what happened for the Pelicans, not because they got Zion, because of everything else they got. And the Hawks are kind of the same way. The Hawks made some deals, and they got some good stuff. I mean, they're going to end up—the Hawks are going to end up having the fourth pick, DeAndre Hunter, right? Fourth yep. pick. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to end up having the eighth pick, and they also have the tenth. So they're going to end up having DeAndre Hunter, Jackson Hayes, and Cam Reddish. Now add that to Trey Young, John Collins— you have, excuse me, you have some players on that team. Yeah. Well, actually, the Hawks, Jackson Hayes going to the Pelicans. Oh, Jackson Hayes but, going to the Pelicans. Yeah, that excuse was me. part of that trade. But Cam Reddish and DeAndre Hunter, to have both of those guys, oh, yes. one of them's definitely going to be good. And I think both of them could be really good. I think both of them will end up being good. Cam's got to do some stuff. But he is my favorite player coming out of this draft. I said at the beginning of the year. And just saying it now, on record, Cole Anthony's my favorite player coming to the college. I've always picked one player, Cole Anthony's this year. Watch it. He's going to go number one overall. <laughs> you know, that might even be my quick prediction for later. I'm going number one. Well, that's not really a quick prediction because that's going to happen in a yeah. year. But uh, besides that, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy that the Pelicans did. I think the Pelicans ended up doing a lot. So it seems like you have. What did they end up turning yeah, Anthony so Davis I, I was into? trying to find this. So for Anthony Davis, it turned into Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, number eight pick this year, number 17 pick this year, who they got Nikhil Alexander-Walker, another good player, and then number 35 pick this year. They also got an LA 21 pick swap. LA 22 pick swap, and there's like two more pick swaps. They, they get a lot. That's and, the point. And they got rid of Solomon Hill's contract. Yes, and they did that too. So David Griffin maximizing Anthony Davis. I, I, I applaud Anth- or David Griffin. That was, I, I that was excellent. And I, when he left the Cavs, and I, all my friends know Dan Gilbert's, 
he let he let uh, David Griffin go, which wasn't smart because David Griffin's like just one of the best GMs. I think he might even be better than Danny Age. But conversation for another day. Yes. Uh, who do who do you think was the biggest loser of the draft? Um, the biggest loser. Um, so I think that the the Suns were. I think what the Suns did was really weird. They had the sixth pick, and they traded it to the T Wolves to get the eleventh pick, and then they ended up getting. Cam Johnson. Now, I like Cam Johnson because he's a really good shooter, but taking him as high as 11 was a little weird to me. I don't think he can... He is lengthy, 6'9", but he can't play defense very well. Um, and I just think taking him that high was not a good pick. Mm-hmm. So I think the Suns... They did get Sarich, though. They did get Dario Sarich with that trade. Yeah. I mean, who's, I who's all right? Dra- he's ca- a good capital, I think. I don't think he's great. I, I actually didn't hate that trade, but uh, the Cam Johnson take was was odd to me he's older too he's like 23 or gonna turn 23 soon or something like that right so i don't know i don't love that uh overall i don't think there was a huge loser of the draft um i thought um truthfully that some people really didn't like jackson hayes which i don't understand i think the pelicans did a just such a phenomenal job they needed a big they have mm-hmm. Okafor, but they needed a big. Yeah. Um, but overall, I thought this was such a good draft. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, Michigan got two guys out of it. Uh, Bowling Green did not get any. But, hey, you never know. Justin Turner might come out. He might Hopefully. come out. I think he, I think he has a chance. He has a chance. It's there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, real quick, is there any, like, someone that you would say would be the steal of the draft? Do you have a steal of the draft? I, I have a steal of the draft. At number 21, the funder, which ended up... Uh, it seems like they're, he's going to go to the Grizzlies. Brandon Clark. I love Brandon Clark. Some people had him higher than Achi Moore, who went top 10. Right. So I love Brandon Clark. I also like uh, Ty Jerome, who ended up getting going to Boston, I it like seems Ty like. Too. Um, and Nazir Little went really low. Yes. Um, all three of those guys I really liked. We mocked uh, Nazir Little in the, in, in, with the Heat, who went at, what, mm-hmm. to 13? Yeah. So uh, to me, those three guys all were steals. Brandon Clark is the big steal. I think Brandon Clark is going to be a premier defender in the NBA. Um, I love him. Uh, who is your steal? Um, so I also like the Nasir Little one, but another one I want to point out who went to the Cavs, and Cavs fans aren't, from what I got, they weren't necessarily all that happy. I, I have a Kevin, Belmont. They got Kevin Porter Jr. Oh, Kevin Porter Jr., okay. I thought I was going to give a Belmont shout-out. Well, I like when there, too, but ke- getting Kevin Porter Jr. at number 30 is insane. That is good. People love has, him. People love him. I think him. he should have been late lottery or, like, in the teens. I think he's very good. Yeah, no, that, he, that was definitely a good good uh, pick. Then They traded back for that pick, correct? They trade for the 30th? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did make uh, a trade. They uh, traded. It was from the, the Pistons who got the pick, and then they're in discussions trading to the Cavs, which obviously it's going to happen. Um, but overall, great draft. Moving forward, Mike Conley got traded to the Jazz. The trade was, so the Grizzlies traded Mike Conley, and they got from the Jazz Grayson Allen, Kyle Korver, Jay Crowder, and the 23rd pick this past year, um, and a future first round, which I think it ended up being... 2021 maybe it could have been 2020 it's not 2020 it has to be 2021 uh, because they gave him 19 this year so they can't give him 2020 uh due to the i think it's the stefan rule you can't trade uh multiple first round draft picks i could be wrong at the rule but i think it's stefan um what do you think of the mike conley trade Trevor? um i like this for both sides i think that the utah jazz are trying to win now i think mike conley makes them a contender next year to win the championship possibly i think they needed another guy who could handle the ball you know, because what the Rockets did against the Jazz in that series is they focused on Donovan Mitchell a lot, and there was no one else that could handle the ball. So now having Mike Conley, a very good veteran guard, um, will be very good for the Jazz. For the um, Memphis Grizzlies, 
They're rebuilding. They're trying to build around young guys, so they get some more picks. Grayson Allen, Jay Crowder. I think it's very good for both teams. Also, not to mention, that backcourt, that defensive backcourt's going to be dirty. That is going to be a great defensive backcourt. I would love to see them in a series against the uh, Warriors. I think that would be a great, great series, especially if Durant leaves. Because, I mean, the, yeah. the, their guard play is what you know, really drives them. So I'm, I love that trade uh, for both sides. Uh, Memphis, I think, needs to start rebuilding a little bit. Obviously, they got Morant. Um, so uh, overall, pretty good. Uh, to finish up the episode, we'll have one more little topic. It's going to be about Chris Paul and James Harden. Um, so... A lot has happened between them, I think. A lot has happened. It seems like that there's just such a big beef between them. They haven't talked in a month, supposedly. Um, uh, we have, uh, what's his name? Skip Bayless has taken stuff from Twitter and using it about oh, this. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so <laughs> this has been an interesting, the whole thing, the whole argument's been very, very interesting. The whole, the whole beef. So what do you think about James Harden and Chris Paul? Yeah, so it does seem like there's definitely an unsalvageable relationship here. And um, I think they're going to have to split up. Now, Chris Paul with his huge contract, as we were mentioning before, I think he's going to be tough to trade. I don't think you're going to be able to get a ton of like good pieces. Because um, the, the, uh, the Rockets, obviously, they're trying to win the championship. So I don't think they're going to be able to get like a signature piece back for Chris Paul because of his huge contract. I agree. And also, it seems like he, he wants out. You know, he supposedly requested a trade, uh, the coin reports. And the coin reports, Harden said it's either me or him. Um, so we'll see what happens. Uh, I think they will get rid of him, but I don't think it's going to be for an amazing, amazing piece. I think it'll be for a good piece, but I think it's going to be for a piece that will not make them better immediately. You know, I think they're kind of on the downward turn. They're also, their GM, uh, David, David, or Daryl Morey, I, he keeps on, like, talking about things that I really feel like he shouldn't be talking about. Um, but overall, this is kind of just a weird beef, uh, that's happening between these two players, uh, and I think the Rockets are kind of, they're going to end up going down because of it. Um, but to finish up the episode today, we're going to go through our quick predictions for the week. Um, so what is your quick prediction for this week, Trevor? Um, so my quick prediction is that the U.S. women's national team, who is playing Spain, they're going to win by five goals. Mm-hmm. I think they're okay. going to blow them out. All right. Now, my quick prediction, this is a wild one. It's bold. One of the first-round draft picks is going to be traded within the next week. I think okay. it'll be a part of a trade or for some free agency. You never even know now. All right. It's just crazy stuff that's going to happen. Um, but... Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode of the podcast. Um, thank you all so much for the support. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. All my friends and family, Trevor's friends and family, and even people we don't know giving us the support. Uh, we truly appreciate it. We've been having a lot of fun with the podcast. We're definitely going to continue to do it, uh, especially throughout the school year, uh, which we're both very excited for. Soon here, we have two really good ideas uh, that are going to come. I think the first one's going to be next week. Um, our ideas for on the episode, um, which we'll get into more next week, what those ideas will be. Uh, but we're very excited about it. So, again, thank you all for the support. Please follow us on Twitter, at SmallBallerPod. Uh, follow me and Trevor both on Twitter also. Um, we are now on Spotify, which is awesome. So, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Google Play, we're everywhere. So, no reason to not listen to uh, the number one small baller podcast in the world, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, again, guys, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Go Falcons.